Hello, this is Bad Vibes. I talk to a lot of people on the internet and have met some creepy ones. But what happens when it goes from a little bit creepy to kind of scary or even dangerous? What do you do? So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is something that happened to me a couple months ago. I love Facebook. I love memes. I love talking to people. I love long comment sections, etc. That being said, I never give away any of my personal information, such as where I work or live. My birthday information is also private, so on and so on. I've made quite a few friends that I don't know personally, but that I agree with or have really good discussions with. So after commenting back and forth on a friend's post for a while, it was no surprise that Tyler messaged me. It started off fairly simple. We just talked about the post we commented on, how do you do's, and common interests. I was excited to have a new friend. He seemed pretty interesting, and we had a lot in common. I'm not a beauty queen or anything, but I let him know, after about an hour of casual conversation, that I was taken happily. I enjoyed his friendship, but it wouldn't lead to anything more, since I was getting married next year. He seemed a little upset, but respectful. I told him goodnight, went to sleep, thought nothing of it. The conversation continued a few days. He started to get a little pushy if I didn't respond to him immediately, and I told him I was very busy, and he apologized and told me that he was just bored and lonely. I started to put a little distance, but I didn't want to completely give up on my new friendship because I hated the fact that he was so lonely. One day he randomly messaged me, saying he wanted to have me in his arms. I immediately nipped that in the bud, reminding him of my relationship and telling him if he didn't stop, then our friendship would be done because I respect and am loyal to my fiance. He immediately lost his shit, messaging me saying he didn't care about my fiance, making threats towards him. I stopped messaging him and selected to have his messages go to my ignore box. He could still message me, but it wouldn't go into my regular inbox. I made a post about it, and a friend of mine commented and said he did the same thing to her, except he knew where she lived and would show up outside her house. I was freaked out and went to go see if there was more messages from him because she told me he was bad news and I should call the police if any threats were made. This is where the shitstorm begins. He messaged me over a dozen times. Different things started off kind of taunting for me not answering, then moved on to him messaging me about some asshole who cut him off when he was driving and was too slow for his taste. Then he was saying he was going to shoot the guy and it would be my fault since I made him angry by ignoring him. I messaged him, telling him to leave me alone and stop replying for a while. He started messaging me, narrowing down where I lived. That really freaked me out, as I had never told him where I lived or anything remotely close to my house. The only thing I had ever said was that I'd talk to him later because I was going to Arby's and my phone was dying. Yet somehow he knew I was seven minutes away from Arby's by my house, exactly how long it takes me to walk there. And there are several Arby's in my city. Then he started narrowing down which street I lived off of, down to knowing a four-door black sedan that was linked to my address, which there was. It was in my sister's name when she registered it as an Uber. This was enough for me, and I called the non-emergency hotline. The police refused to do anything, of course, saying until he actually showed up or did something, there's nothing that could be done. Never mind that he was sending me pictures of dead people and saying that that was going to be my family 
and he was narrowing down my address. Unless he actually showed up, I was screwed. All I could do was apply for a protective order, so I did. Tyler kept messaging me, so I told him about the protective order in place, and he needed to leave me alone. He responded that there's nothing that could be done until he was served and signed it, which was true. My fiance is in IT and has a cousin who is pretty tech savvy as well and managed to get the last couple of addresses Tyler had, but the police couldn't find him at either of those. We had license plate numbers, address, full name, birthdays, etc. Yeah, he seemed to be untraceable. He stopped for a while. But the day of my court case, to have the PO extended for two more years, he started again. My fiancé filed criminal charges for a threat he had made. He said, someone could come shoot you in 15 minutes. And his last known address was exactly a 15 minute drive from my house. I spent the last couple months completely afraid. He was arrested and served finally. I think he was speeding or something. And it turns out he has a history of this. Multiple charges. All dropped or dismissed. They dropped everything from felonies to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge with 12 months suspended jail time depending on his behavior. They couldn't prove it was him and not someone else behind the keyboard, especially since we never met face to face in real life before his court date. Even though I had two people that received messages from him and had seen him face to face as well. I can't sleep. The slightest noise wakes me up panicking. It's been hell for my family. So Tyler, let's not meet. So this happened a few years ago. And I'm not much of a writer, so sorry if this story seems jumbled. This started towards the end of my 8th grade year. Basically, my friend had this guy who followed her on Instagram and would comment on all her posts, telling her how pretty she was. Now that wasn't super weird, but we kind of found it creepy because this dude was obviously in his late 50s and she was 13. It eventually escalated. He started messaging her every day. Not anything overly creepy, just mainly small talk at first. Eventually he finds my page and starts to comment, but I don't post much pictures of myself online. And basically a majority of it was doodles and pictures of my dog. Now this guy's account also mainly consisted of art, and most of it was actually pretty good, so I didn't mind him commenting on my art at first. Eventually though, he also started to message me and tried talking to me. Now I have pretty bad anxiety, and I hate coming across as mean, so I wouldn't really respond with words unless he asked me a direct question. Mainly what I did was just heart it, or a smiley face. Stupid I know. So this continues for a few weeks, and over the time, I learned that this guy can randomly just blow up. I learned this because I responded to his message from him asking my age. I told him I was 13, but then I put my phone down because I had to do dishes. When I came back to my phone, I had 10 messages from him. He was asking me why I wasn't responding to him, and also telling me he was joking. I was super confused at first at what he could have sent that would have made me mad. Basically, he responded about how both me and my friend looked like we were 18. I found that to be kind of creepy, but I didn't want to confront him about it. So I told him it was fine and that I was just doing my chores. And then the conversation moved on. I made an excuse to stop messaging him for the day. One really creepy thing he did was when I posted a picture of my grandma's dog 
which is a corgi, and put the caption as how much I love that dog. He liked the photo, and then a day or so later, he sends me a picture of a corgi he drew for me. I thanked him for it, and then he asked me for my address so he can send it to me. I refused, but he kept asking me and telling me that it was a gift and he wanted me to have it. I had to send him a message explaining that it was my family rule and that I was not allowed to tell anyone my address and for him to drop it. Eventually after a bunch of creepy things, my friend blocked him, so he started ranting about it to me, saying that she shouldn't be creeped out by him and he was just trying to be nice. That if she had a problem with anything he was saying, she should have told him. He basically continued on like that for the next few days. And then he pointed out how he was going to follow her on her backup account. And he was going to start talking to her on that one. So I immediately told my friend about it. And she blocked him on her backup. I stopped responding to him as well. And blocked him. So creepy guy on Instagram. Let's not meet. This happened about a year ago. I'm 16 now, and he's going to be 20 in August. We met through the internet, and it turned out he lived in the city right next to my village. I was 12 then. He was 16. We ended up losing contact rather quickly. After two years, I texted him again because my friend edited a photo of him and dared me to send it to him. He seemed nice. We had a lot of shared interest, and talking with him felt pretty natural. I was used to our age differences because for some reason I never met people my age so I didn't really mind. He took the bus to my village a couple of times and we hit it off pretty well. He even met my best friend. Then I heard he had a Skype call with one of my online friends that he told her how his last girlfriend supposedly killed herself because of him, because of the horrible things he said to her. My friend felt like he was beginning to crush on her. Maybe because she's nice and all too kind. The other friend voiced her worry over him. My friend told me about it and I asked him why he told them but not me. He said I was too immature to understand. That made me upset. I was the person that introduced him to my friend group and now he's trying to forcefully cut me out. My friends ended up having enough of him and cut him out instead but I didn't. I kind of felt bad for him. He was an orphan. He lived alone and had issues with alcohol and had a lot of trouble with depression. Losing three people in his life could have been devastating to him. So I kept messaging him, maybe out of pity. After that, he turned very, very creepy, very fast. Suddenly he started calling me darling. I was over the moon, a puppy dog crush on someone I knew I could never date. But it gave me hope that maybe just maybe I could. He spent a lot of time with me, sent me pictures and videos of him going about his day. Nothing unusual. Until one time, he called when I was busy playing a video game on my laptop. I don't remember what was said exactly, but I do remember him being very excited that I was 15. 15 was the legal age in Poland. I was excited too. I don't know why. I remember being very stiff, even though it was just a harmless phone conversation. The joke was until February, because I turned 15 then, and he was supposed to visit. I felt like I owed him everything, just because he had issues with his mental health. He told me that his psychiatrist said 
that she'd never met anyone so young that had lived through so much. Even though our conversations were never about depression, I felt bad for him. That's why I never said anything that he said creeped me out or made me feel unsafe because I was afraid he'd feel worse and do something to himself. He told me that he had tried to kill himself multiple times. So what if I was the reason he tried again? He already told me about the issues of being abandoned and loneliness. When he visited, I learned that he still had feelings for his dead ex-girlfriend. He played a song that was their song. Every word in it described their relationship. And he was close to crying. And I had no idea what to do. He put me in a situation that even though he knew I wasn't equipped to deal with it, Once when I was upset, I told him that I don't want to be cheered up. I just didn't. I wanted to be alone. So instead of that, he sent me tons of text and pictures saying cheer up. It was the one time I set some sort of boundaries and he broke it immediately. I had a school trip in October and I had a good time from what I remember. But for some reason I just lost all my feelings for him then and there. Maybe because for once I didn't force myself to feel bad for him and constantly check if he was online and if he wants to talk or something happened to him. I cut contact with him later, very, very slowly. I deleted him off of things that he never checked, blocked his number, and blocked him on Facebook. He noticed, but I never looked back. Later on, through another friend, the only one that kept in contact with him, I learned that his ex wasn't really dead. And then the screenshots of him moving in with a girl two years older than he is, who oddly had the same name as his ex. He sent a picture that was supposed to prove that he was in a psych ward, but even my friend refused to believe him. I don't know what he's lying about in the end, or if he was lying at all. Next school year, I'll be going to a school in the city he lives in, and I know he's still here. But I hope we never meet again. So when I was fairly young, around 10, my dad was going to throw out his dinosaur age computer after he had gotten a new one. I begged to have it because, you know, that's a lot of independence for a 10 year old. I eventually got my first email account and would email my friend back and forth. It was sort of our group messaging system for the early 2000s. Anyways, I started getting emails from this guy that I've never met. His name was Max. Max would always email me several times a week asking me a question about myself. My parents had always taught me about stranger danger, so I gave as little information as possible. But having a cool pen pal my age seemed fun. That was until he kept asking me more personal things. My family members' names, etc. I told my parents about it and they ended up blocking him for me. I never heard from Max again until I got a Facebook message about 5 years later. It had only been days after I made my profile when I got a friend request. It was Max. I was scared shitless. I mean, who would wait five years and friend someone so quickly? He would have had to been searching me. Or else how did he find my Facebook so fast? It didn't make any sense. So I clicked his profile. And in his profile picture was a blurred face in a poorly lit room. He only had four friends. I immediately deleted the request and blocked Max from Facebook. It's been a couple years and I haven't heard from him since. So Max, let's not meet. I've played a lot of games online throughout the years. I've met a lot of weird people, but this one takes the cake. 
Jake was recording for Twitch and got into a game with me and my friend Shay. We had just won the match and played more. He seemed cool so I sent him a friend request and we played more after that. He seemed very nice, if not timid. It wasn't long after that we started talking more. He confessed being sick as a kid and getting a make a wish from that. I felt bad and confessed that I was also sick as a kid and still am sick, but not at that level. And it felt nice to talk to someone that understands chronic illness. Because of mine, I started playing online less and I didn't think much of it until I got back online and my message box was filled by Jake. I talked to him about it and he claimed that he was worried and I told him not to worry because my family and my boyfriend were helping me when things got bad. As soon as I mentioned my boyfriend, he started getting passive aggressive and saying things like, a good boyfriend can take the pain away, you know? I brushed it off because my friend's circle was kind of small and I didn't want to lose anyone for small things. Less than a week after, I found out that he's in the hospital for attempting to commit suicide. And he called me from the hospital which normally is understandable, but I had never gave him my number. When I asked about it, he mulled over the question and went on how he couldn't live without me and could treat me way better than my boyfriend does. I asked him again, but he continued how he was so scared to be kept there and how if I told him I'd be there for him, things would get better. At that moment, I promised I would be honest if he was honest with how he got my number. As you can imagine, that got him to talk. He said he searched my username through the Google and found my Tumblr because I used the same username. Then found my Facebook and then my mother's and got my full name and looked it up. Getting my number along with my address. I was stunned and hung up. I ended up blocking him through everything. All I could say is, I hope we never meet again.